Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the In Between Dreams podcast. I know we took some time off, but yeah. Life happens. Life happens, I guess. Um, so when you hear this, it will be 100 days until we say, I do. Yep. Crazy. Yep. So I figured we'd start off by giving a couple wedding updates, and if you hear any noises in the background, it's the dogs. They were asleep. They were asleep, and I was like, let's record now, or I got everything out, and then they woke up, and yep, they're going to town. So, since we last gave an update, we've had our linen meeting at our Mm -hmm. venue, which we picked out the color of the tablecloths and the napkins. Um, Which we kind of already, we kind of already knew. Uh, We had a couple different options as to which was going to be which, uh, but we pretty much had... A color was, like, one of the only things we were 100% sure of from... The get-go. The get-go. Yeah. Um, like, we we both really had colors we wanted, and it, they worked together, so... Um, it was just a matter of figuring out how much of one versus how much of the other, basically, is what it came down to. Yeah, and we also walked around a little bit, tried to pick out a ceremony spot, um, kind of narrowed it down to two spots, got a better idea of how it would be set up, like yeah. space-wise. Um, our wedding coordinator was is really good and helped us out with things and kind of brought things to our attention that we normally talk, think about and things that we were worried about. He's like, you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. And it was... So we looked at everything, obviously, when we picked the venue, but it was good because it's been, what, nine months since we were there to to actually pick the venue? We no. first visited it, like, right away after we got engaged, and then uh, we probably booked the venue, I don't I would say six months ago, maybe. You think so? When did we do it? It was before October, wasn't it? Maybe, maybe it has been a while. So it was, we, I think we, it was, summer was winding down when we decided that that was where we were going, right? Yeah. So then, now we saw it in the winter, which was good because it, it's not good because we can't see everything like in full bloom and everything, but we saw where the cutouts are. For like, like trees and things. Yeah. So we saw where the spaces were, whereas we couldn't see those before because the trees still had all, or were, they didn't have all their leaves, but like the leaves were changing and they were falling and it, it was, it was different. So we go back in May to actually decide and getting another view of it, I think helped us. And plus you said that we could go back before then if we needed to like once the leaves start coming in take a look at it yeah but there's we had like four or five spots we were thinking of when we when we went the other day and we're down to two which is good yeah so I think it was I think it was a good meeting and we got to go inside again and like look at the space all over so yeah we don't want to give any details about our decorations and things yet. Yeah. so uh, 
or else we would go into more detail. So since also since last time your dress came in and you had a dress fitting. Yes, I did. So um, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, and I will say my dress fitting so my dress was like a custom order type thing because uh, the color that they had at this the bridal salon wasn't exactly what I wanted and I think they ordered dresses custom anyways but this was literally like they measured pretty much everything like my collarbone to my feet my shoulders to my feet my like the top of my chest to my feet um like they measured all sorts of different lengths so that way when my dress came in my dress really doesn't need to be brought up any uh there's just like minor things that need to be taken up or in um unless something drastic happens but in the during my dress fitting the lady told me I could actually take my dress in a little bit but I told her I needed room for food and to breathe so <laughs> uh you feel the dance. unless I well I mean like it it's comfortable for me right now like I feel like if it got taken in it would still be comfortable if I wasn't planning on eating or drinking or like yeah, you definitely want to be comfortable because you're going to be in it for mm, nine hours. Three, yeah, like I have to maybe be maybe not nine hours, but it's eight. close to it. Yeah. yeah. So you definitely want to be comfortable. Yeah. So, uh, but it was really good. The the lady doing the alterations is great, and I should have it back in two weeks. Do you get go for another fitting in two weeks? I guess to make sure that everything's yeah. okay. And then like. I don't, I don't know if I'll take it home at this, that point, or I, I guess I'll take, I'll bring it home, but then I'll want to try it on again in May just to make sure that no. And by home, you mean to your dad's, you're not yeah. going to bring it here? No, I am not bringing it here for the purpose of, I don't want the dogs around it. Yeah. Granted, it'll be in a closet in a bag, like they're not going to know, but we also have... The, our dogs either don't care about something or they need to be in it all the time. There's no in-between with them. So I don't want to tempt fate and have them get into it. Um, but I guess I'll probably try it on again in May, like the beginning of May, just to make sure everything's still good and if I need it taken in at all at, all at that point. Um, which my weight doesn't really fluctuate much, but just in case, I'll have some time to to um, get it taken in if it needs to be. Oh, and they had to add the the bustle to it. I don't that know was, what that is, that was but the other thing. yeah. So besides that, we finally ordered our invitations. It should be in next week. I know we're behind on some, several things. Actually, our whole planning is... There's several guides online that's like, you should do this now and this this time. And this We haven't followed that at all. No. Um, but I don't think we've really been too stressed. And, I mean, we have at times been stressed and certain things. But overall, we haven't, like, 
freaked out about anything. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where, like, if we have everything, if we have <coughs> everything as in all these things that people say you should have, the the videographer and all sorts of decorations and all these things outside and inside and the signs and and the favors and all these things like if we have them great if we don't have them it's not a big deal either like we have the venue and we have the food and we have a photographer and we have the people that we want there coming and we get to have each other there and the only thing we don't get to have that would have been nice if we had the time or the money for it is to have our dogs trained and be there. Yeah. That's the one thing we'd miss. But this is about invitations. And <laughs> invitations for us was probably the biggest ordeal of anything that we've had <laughs> in this wedding. We went back and forth and... I would find something I liked and Samantha didn't like it and vice versa. And then we found ones that we really both liked and we were going to order them. And then the company like doubled the the price of what it was posted and they wouldn't budge on the price. And so we had to start over and we finally found something that we both liked and it was was a very good price, I think, for wedding invitations. So, um... And it's, it's not at all close to what the other one was. No, they're two completely different kinds. So we basically took, so we took the one we really liked, and then we tried to make it into a standard yeah. type of thing, and that just didn't work out the way we wanted. And we actually got this one as, like, a if you'd order wedding invitations, people you send you samples, sample kits to no end, like. I think we've gotten four yeah. samples. Each place, like Shutterfly sends one, Mintage sends one, Vista Print, and then the place, I don't know what they were called, but the place that you yeah. were going to own Etsy. Yeah. So pretty much everyone sends you samples. So we actually we were getting ready to get rid of mail, and that one, like, I think was, I picked it up, and I was like, what about this one? Yeah. And. which just so happened to be something that we both liked and we hadn't really looked at those samples yet when we were looking at them we weren't looking at them for a design we were looking at them for wording yeah so we didn't even really take much notice to anything and then i was like oh that's really nice so So yeah those should be in next week so hopefully we get them out next week as well because we are behind on that (laughs) Um, Y'all know the dates already, don't even. <laughs> yeah, so let's see. Um, the next thing, rings. Samantha did find a ring that she liked. I have to, I kind of have been looking at rings, but um, we were na- told I'm narrowed that down. that doesn't have to be right away. Yeah. Like that can be, I think they said six weeks out, four to six weeks out, and yeah, we'd be so. fine. And then we, uh, the church we go to, our pastor is officiating our wedding. So this weekend we start wedding counseling with him. You're so excited, I know. I, I don't know what to expect of it, but I mean he's a nice guy, and I don't think it's gonna be anything crazy or anything. Yeah. It's not gonna be anything that's gonna cause a rift between us or anything like that. Um, we still are in the process of picking out cakes. I think we've found our 
We know who's doing it. Yeah, I was going to say baker. Is that that be the correct term? Um, But we just have to pick the flavors. Um, I got to pick out the suits. We know... I know what color the suit is going to be. We know what it want to be, what what I want the suit to be. But we just have to go find, I guess, the best price for it. Um, And then we're still in the process of trying to pick out our honeymoon. Um, I think we're just afraid to pick the wrong one and that's what we're scared of do you agree yeah. yeah and it's there's so many and it's it's not even like there's so many it's not where there's a five that are really rated very well mm. and then a hundred that are rated so bad it's all of these there's probably 50 just in the Dominican Republic that are all rated above four stars. And there's 50 to 60 in Jamaica rated above four stars. And St. Lucia and St. Thomas, like all of these islands, because they're, they're known to be tourist places. So there's so many reviews. And the more reviews we read, the more confused we get about it. Or not even about it, but about making a decision because we don't want to be the people that have the bad experience. But there's also so many people that say they had a good experience, and we don't have much to compare to. So, if it kind of if you've ever been on a cruise, a carnival cruise is not the same as a Disney cruise. If you start with a carnival cruise, Disney cruises are really impressive. If you start with a Disney cruise and go to a carnival cruise, you might not be as impressed. Which is what would happen for me, because my only cruise is a Disney cruise. Yeah, but you would still have fun on a carnival cruise, but I don't think the the standard would be the same. So we don't have anything to compare to for resorts, and we don't know if the people writing the reviews are comparing to another experience they've already had. We don't have any basis of what they're going off of, so it's... It's just kind of throwing us off a little. And then the last wedding update, I said I was going to run 300 miles before the wedding. <laughs> That's not going to happen. I got pretty sick with a bad cough. And, um, actually, I had to sleep down here for about a week and a half, so I wouldn't keep waking Samantha up and down here by downstairs. So I'm going to change it. I'm not going to run 300 miles. Um, I think you could bike 300 miles. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say I could... I was going to bike 200 miles and run 150 because I'm pretty well on my way running. So I think I'm going to run 150 and bike 200 in the next 100 days. All inside, like on a treadmill. Well, not all on a treadmill. I might go out and run when the weather gets nice, but we don't own bikes, so the bike would be on a stationary bike. So I think that's my new plan, which I think is a lot more doable than... The 300 miles, because I would have to, I started late, so I would basically have to run, now I would probably have to run four or five miles a day, and that's not good for you, to run every single day for five miles. Yeah. I could do it, but I don't want to do it. Well, and, and not even not <laughs> and with time, to I do guess. It, but the weather has been so, every time we're like, we're going to get up in the morning and we're going to go to the gym, it's one of those things where it's the weather gets bad 
it's freezing cold outside and granted that's an excuse we live right around the corner but it's one of those things where the colder it is it is so hard to get out of bed in the morning you're just like i don't want to be anywhere that it is not at least 60 degrees right now yeah so so that will do it for the wedding updates um what have we done recently? We recently went bowling yeah. for Samantha's friend, Shmimily. Shout her, out to Shmimily. Her birthday. We went bowling at, what is that, Turner's over here? Uh, or no, Southside, I think. Turner's is a skating rink. Oh, they're um, together, right? Yeah, well, they're beside each other. So that was, that was a good time. Um... I didn't really know anybody but Samantha and two of her friends, but I mean that everybody was nice. Um, I started out really well, and then I went to crap after that. Like my first game, I was amazing. My first game. Yeah, he and had then, three strikes in a row. And after that, it was just downhill, and then my thumb started hurting, and I don't know. I'm I'm not an avid bowler, so. Yeah, and I always like going bowling and watching everybody else bowl because there are some people that, like, I just don't even know how, I mean, practice makes perfect or whatever, but it just amazes me that people can bowl so well. Absolutely. And they can... It's not easy. You think it would be easy, but it's not. And like no. And, like, people that can spin it, that's... that's yeah, that's the other that's thing. That's true like, talent. People can spin it. And still get it to go where they want it to go. Yeah. It's not even just like, okay, flick your wrist and the ball goes and spin it, spins, you know? Like, if I did that, it would end up in the gutter. But these people spin it and still get it to go in a perfectly straight, stripe-type path. And then besides the bowling, we had some added entertainment. Uh, the lane beside us, there were... People in full-on costumes. I think they're called furries. Is that like the the actual name? So basically, they had these elaborate costumes, and I think we looked them up, and they were like four hundred, five hundred dollars, and they were just hanging out. And it was probably the most insane thing we could have experienced bowling. Like, yeah, it was not only only in our town. I swear it. That which. They said that sometimes they do it for charity and sometimes they just do it for fun or whatever, but they, I don't know how you bowl with paws on. I don't know how, I was hot and I was in just like a flannel and a t-shirt. Yeah. And I could not imagine being in a full-on costume that probably weighs another 15 pounds. There, And there are steps over there. They had to keep their heads down so they could see the steps where they were going. Every time I turned around, there was another one. And there were some that were dressed up as dogs or wolves or something. Dragons. And, like, there's a door where you go outside, I guess, to smoke. And I turned around one time, and I swear there was people on the outside. And they were pawing at the door trying to, like, get back inside. So, you know, like, when a dog will paw at you and the paws are just going. Or, like, a cat fight. That's what they were doing to the door. And I was just... They got into it. Like... Yeah, they were definitely living the whatever they were. Yeah. 
Um, one of them, their their mouth actually moved as they talked with their costume. That was kind of, uh, it was actually kind of scary. I'm not even gonna. Yeah, it was weird. It was. No offense if you're a furry, but it was kind of weird. It wasn't normal to us. I guess that's normal to them, but to us, it wasn't normal. Yeah. So that happened. But other than that, and even them, they weren't. They weren't causing a huge commotion no, or they anything. Weren't like, they were just they were doing keeping it themselves yeah, and I just mean, doing their own thing, like whatever they whatever they do. So it wasn't even really a big deal. It was just very new to us to see. Yeah, but other than that, it wasn't what it was, we were expecting. It was good, but yeah. So let's see what else. Uh, Nathan started baseball for the high school. Um, they've been practicing for a little over a week. The weather hasn't been the best for them, but. It is officially baseball season. And then, let's see. What day was that when we went to PetSmart? Sunday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday we went to, we took the pups to PetSmart to celebrate Mishka's one year with us. Because one year ago she came into our family. So we took them there and picked them out some bones for them and a couple toys. Which is what you're hearing them chew on. Which is what you're hearing them chew on. And we met all kinds of dogs. There were two other huskies. And their owners, they were actually service dogs, but they didn't have their vest on. Their owners were really nice and were like telling us different tips on things and how to prevent pulling. Yeah. And they're, oh my gosh, they're dogs. Just. They, they told him to lay down, and they laid down while our two are trying to, like, fight to get to them. Yeah, they were pulling. And and Kipper, Kipper does this little stomp when he wants to play. He is, like, the epitome of an annoying little brother and a temper tantrum <laughs> throwing child. When he Only when he wants to play or when he wants something. Other than that, he's... The most calm puppy that I think I've ever had, but or ever seen, really. But and their dogs are just laying there, like no interest in playing, nothing. All because their owner gave them a command, and they're like, if they told us if they had been at the dog park and they told them to go play, they'd go play, and they would just run circles with our dogs. But because they were given a command and they were on a leash. Even without their vest on, they knew that that's what they were supposed to be doing. But, yeah, they were really great. So, hopefully, next time we have them on a walk or a adventure, we can put some of that those tips to use. See how it goes for us. Yeah, and then there was also a little, <laughs> a little puppy, Golden Retriever. And Kipper's usually scared of everything. He's scared of. He's usually scared of other dogs, but he wasn't scared of the big huskies. And I don't know if it's because he's part golden retriever, or or what. But like he was really into this little puppy golden retriever. Like he wanted to just play with him and yeah. and just he kept going to him. He was actually like pulling to go to him. And he doesn't. Kipper normally doesn't pull when we're out in public. It's usually her, and then he's trying to keep up with her. Yeah, and usually, so. He saw this little puppy. The little puppy pawed at him and then sat down. Daniel took Mishka over to a different aisle, which usually, if Kipper is out with us and 
Mishka walks anywhere, he has he like yeah. he doesn't get panicky, but he has to know where she is. But he was so interested in this little puppy, and the puppy sat down, and Kipper again started doing his little stomp, and then Kipper sat down, and started barking at this little puppy because he wanted to play. And I was like, okay, that's enough. Like, let's go find Sissy. And when I told him to do that, he turned around and we went and found, he ran over towards Mishka. But he, I don't know. I think it just surprised us because he usually is very timid with everything. Like he will not even walk down the steps if there's something at the bottom of the steps that he doesn't recognize. But, um, he saw these huskies and he wanted to play and then he saw this little retriever and he wanted to play. So I think it just, it kind of caught us off guard a little bit. And then we walked by the little retriever again later <laughs> and he was trying to pull and Daniel's like, you already saw him, leave it alone. Um, but yeah, and I, maybe it's just he's getting older and he's getting more used to things. That could be it, but it, it was just weird that the two breeds he's mixed with are the two breeds that he wanted to play with the most. Yeah. So that's basically the only the only things that we've done <laughs> recently. Mishka's kind of... I can't even explain it. Um, that's what we've done recently. So... She's pawing at me right now. We she, did she, teach her paw. She did learn paw and high five, and she does it all the time now. Which I think we should have expected, because Daniel taught Kipper paw first. And ever since we taught Kipper paw, that's his number one. He, he just automatically does it. Yeah. So we should have known when we were teaching Mishka how to do it that she would start doing it, yeah, too. Yeah, we're talking about you. Uh... Because her, her thing used to be she knew how to speak. And that would be her go-to. And now her go-to is to just pick up her paw for a high five or a shake. And I don't... I don't know which one she actually is trying to do right away. She knows if your hand's low, it's a shake. And if it's high, it's a high five. But I, she just automatically picks her paw up. So... <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> one of the shows that we talked about before, I think we actually talked about last time we did a podcast, one of the shows that we were watching every week was The Masked Singer, and that ended last week. And, yeah, Masked Singer? That, and we, everybody that we thought, we gave you our predictions, and everybody was, we were right on everybody. The B, we didn't know who that was. That ended up being... Gladys, Gladys Knight. Knight. Yeah. Which and I that, think we had said people were saying that that's who it was. Well, and then she performed at the Super Bowl. So Daniel said it would have had to be her because why would you just, um, like, nobody had really talked about her in forever that we knew of. Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere, she just starts performing at the Super Bowl. So he said it had to be. And everybody that was really on that show was like in the news or was on talk shows like Joey Fatone was on talk shows and they were asking him if he was the rabbit and he was like no I'm not the rabbit but he ended up being the rabbit um T-Pain won which I was glad to see I was I was rooting for him he was the monster and everybody was like oh we didn't know it was T-Pain 
Oh my god. Yeah. But like I guess I knew it right away because I I had seen a video of him singing without autotune and I can see if how you would be surprised because if you had never heard him without autotune you never would have imagined that's that was T-Pain. Even though the clues kind of gave it away towards the end. But even so I had seen a video like a small video or a short video um <laughs> weeks ago or months ago about him singing and then I kind of forgot about it we watched The Masked Singer and day one Daniel's like that's T-Pain and I was like no it is not and he sent me a longer video on Facebook I think and even listening or watching that video it's still hard it was still hard to listen and be like oh yeah that's absolutely T-Pain just because you still can't imagine that that's really his voice. And then he won, what was it, last Wednesday, and he released that's an album. album on Wednesday, so I'm sure Which that wasn't a coincidence We were at all. a little disappointed when we started listening to the album because it is auto-tuned. Yeah, I thought maybe he would have lost auto-tune, but I guess that's his music career is the auto-tune, so... I would, I, I hope that this gives him the opportunity to branch out, though. Now that everybody knows that that's his voice. Yeah. So. And then they did renew that for a second season, so whenever they start that up again, I'm sure we'll talk about that as well. Uh, we've been watching, we haven't been watching a lot of things, because all of our shows are like on hiatus right now. But we have been watching Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy every night, <laughs> or mostly every night. And Jeopardy just had their 35th anniversary like it? tournament, all-star tournament. And if you want to feel dumb, you just watch them. Because yeah. there's these questions, and these people just know it right away. And, I mean, we knew some of them. And I guess it's fun to just throw out answers to see if you know what yeah. it is sometimes. Sometimes you do know the answers, but... A lot of times you just guess. And how quickly they hit these buzzers. And, like, it has to be split seconds. It, And there is a double, a daily double. Is that what they're called? Uh, double Jeopardy? No, no. like the daily. Yeah, like daily. Does, uh, oh, my goodness. What is it called? One of those things where they get one clue and it, they can bet X amount and, um... Yeah, so the one, it was, I can't even remember what it was. It was history of some sort, and it was like on May 1st of 1907 or 1807 or some some random thing. And before they even had, as soon as they gave the date, the guy got a smile on his face and had the answer. And I was like, what on earth? Like, how do you know things just based on that day when it's not something like I can't even remember when we learned foreign history eighth yeah. grade eighth and ninth grade maybe and these people remember it when they're in their 30s daily double so daily cool. double yeah and then American Idol and the voice have started we've kind of been watching those um, cause there's really nothing else on I think there was a new episode of This Is Us last night, but we haven't watched it yet. Um, 
you know, other than sports, there's really nothing that I watch. I really haven't even watched a lot of sports. I watch North Carolina basketball, but other than that, I haven't really watched anything. Um, have you watched any movies? Um, did we watch movies? I don't. I don't know. Um, we were gonna watch Ralph Breaks the Internet, but. We got really busy, so that didn't happen. Did we watch anything? No, not really. Well, we've watched. We've been watching a bunch of... This is going to sound so stupid. Our dogs like the Disney Channel, and I think it's more... There's a lot of noises. Like, uh... Dog. There's a very... Kipper loves wide both. ...wide variety of noises in Disney movies. I think that's part of what gets their attention, but I think it's also because... There's animals all the time, and they love them. Like, they love, yeah, Kipper loves Bolt. Uh, Mishka loves 101 Dalmatians. They both have sat there and watched Moana. Um, we watched The Lion King the other day, twice, while I was working from home. They yeah. just, and that's one of the things, like, if they're playing and they don't stop, and we turn on a Disney movie, they usually just sit down and watch it. Yeah. Which is, it's very weird. But when we have things to do, this, <laughs> it's kind of what we do. Or if we have to leave them home, we'll turn on Yeah, we usually Disney turn on the Disney Channel, Channel when we leave. <laughs> so. I, well, we watched Sully. The Tom oh, Hanks yeah. movie, I put that on. Yeah. I actually had started it one night when I was down here on the couch. And. I was exhausted, and I was really interested in it, and I couldn't finish it. Um, so I woke up the next morning and found it on Vudu and, and uh, rented it and watched it. And I, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and the story, the whole story is, like, fascinating to me. I really didn't think I would like it because it is about a plane crash, and I'm weird about that kind of stuff. But it was a very good movie. Um, so I recommend that. If you haven't seen it, it is a couple years old. Um, Tom Hanks is an all-around, like, solid actor, though, yeah. so. Definitely. And then, let's see. That's basically all we've watched. I was going to talk about the Momo thing, but I don't really know what to say about it. It's messed up. People are crazy. Yeah. Beyond crazy. <laughs> I mean, why are you messing and, with kids? Well, and it, I think it makes it worse because in the last couple years, there have been news articles about younger kids. Yeah. Doing, hurting themselves. And that's just. And in today's scary. age, when people just give their kids the, the phone and let them watch YouTube videos and stuff like that because they're tired of them crying or something like that. And I get it. But it's kind of scary that you don't know if it's going to pop up. Or, you know, kids, YouTube, you can go down a rabbit hole and kids can just click and they can go on to something else. And they think they're watching, I think it was Peppa Pig or whatever her name Paw is. Patrol. And, and this crazy looking thing comes up. It's, it's scary. Yeah, that. That thing would give me nightmares if I was a kid. Yeah. And speaking of YouTube videos, I was at I was at Urgent Care for my cough. <laughs> and this woman, I was about to go crazy. She had a little a little toddler with her and she kept playing the Mickey Mouse hot dog song, hot dog, hot, hot dog, dog, hot diggity dog. And I get it, Nathan liked that when he was little. That started when Nathan was little. And kids like songs and they like repetition. And she was like, and whoever she was with, her husband or boyfriend or fiance, whatever it is, maybe just friend, I don't know, brother, who knows what, what that guy was. He was like, why does it keep playing? And she's like, he likes it. 
it goes for an hour straight, and I'm like, oh my <laughs> goodness, please just stop it. And it just kept going. Um, but yeah, that's a little. Which topic. again, we do understand that people are trying to keep their kids happy in a situation where they might not necessarily really be happy. So we get it. Yeah. It's just one of those things where you're like. I mean, you're stuck in a waiting room at a doctor's office. There's only so much you can do, to, and you want you don't want your kid to cry. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah, it's it's a lesser of two evils. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you're like, gosh, I really wish I didn't have to sit here right now. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I got taken back not too long after that, so who knows if it kept going or not. <laughs> and then in sports news and baseball news, the two biggest free agents signed... Manny Machado signed with the Padres. Ten years, three hundred million year old boy. Yeah. And then Bryce Harper got thirteen years, three hundred thirty million dollars with the Phillies. And I was saw something on Instagram earlier where the Phillies team shop ran out of R's for like mm-hmm. to customize jerseys because so many people are buying Bryce Harper jerseys. But they actually ran out of the letter R when they're customizing, which is absolutely insane. And Samantha brought up something that she said that she doesn't think it deserves the hype. I just, like, I get that he's great. I don't know. I just, uh, how do I say this without getting, like, a ton of criticism for it? Well, whatever you say is not going to get as much criticism as what I'm going to say after this, so go ahead. I don't think celebrities, athletes, politicians, like, I just feel like there's so much hype around famous people that is not unwarranted, but it's just unnecessary. It's like, is it really that big of a deal? And then maybe, yes, with athletes, you may in your lifetime never see somebody that puts up those same numbers. So, fine, whatever, but it just, how's it any different getting a Bryce Harper jersey today than it is in two months? Like, what is... That point That point of it isn't, there's no difference in that, but like I had said, if he had signed with the Indians, I would have, I wouldn't have gone out today and bought a Bryce Harper jersey, but I would have wanted one. I'd have been like, yeah, if, like come my birthday or Christmas time, it would have been on my list, because he's there for 13 years, and when you buy a jersey... You don't really know if the person is going to be there. Like, Jason Kipnis is my favorite player, and I probably have two or three jerseys of Jason Kipnis. And last year he was in trade talks. And I was like, what am I going to do if he gets traded? You don't wear the jersey after they get traded. Or Lindor, I have a couple Lindor jerseys. He's he's not going to be on the Indians in three years. Indians can't afford him. Yeah, but like... So, but he's, so he's there for 13 years. Like, that jersey is good for 13 years. Okay, but what happens if he gets hurt? Then what? And if God, God forbid that happens, but you never... Th- that's my other thing with athletes is, like, you never know. Like, you could have a, a career-ending... Well, absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. If I was life. a... I don't like the 10 and 13 from a, from a business perspective. I don't like signing somebody that long, 10 to 13 years. But from a... And from especially a with that much money. Like, oh my yeah. gosh. I don't know. I just... I'm not ever one of those people. Like, I get excited about 
baseball and I get excited about music and I get excited about movies and things like that. But And, like, there's people I want to see in my lifetime do things. But I don't know. I just, I'm not one of those people that gets super hyped up about it. About really anything. When it comes to people. So I just, I don't know. I'm just weird, I guess. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so, this... And no offense to anybody that this might offend. Actually, I don't really care if it offends you or not. Um, somebody was on Facebook, and they were like, oh, he's getting $330 million, but teachers only get fifty, sixty thousand dollars 60000 And they were saying how teachers should get paid more and that the salaries should be reversed, which I agree that teachers should get paid more. They are grossly underpaid. But it's all about supply and demand. And he is one of the top five baseball players in the world. He has worked at baseball his entire life. He has probably missed school dances, parties with friends. Heck, he graduated high school early just so he could go play baseball professionally. And I don't think people realize how much... It goes into being an athlete, being a baseball player. Baseball's hard. And I coach youth baseball. And the amount of time that you have to put in, even my son, the amount of time that he has to put in, the amount of time that he does put in is a lot. The amount of time that he should put in is even more than that. But he's still a kid. and Which we've seen kids that... Their parents get them up at two o'clock in the Absolutely. morning, four o'clock in the morning. Those, which by all means, you make whatever you need to do and happen. For if your you're day, a teacher, you went to school for twelve years, and then you went to college for four years, and then you probably went to your master's, which is two to three years. That's not your whole life. If you, if a student fails your test, you don't get talked about on TV. In the news, people don't care on Facebook. If you're an athlete and you mess up, or if you're a baseball player and you strike out with the game on the line, somebody's cussing you out. They're talking bad about you in the newspapers, on radio, on TV. It's the scrutiny that comes with it. So, $330 million is probably too much money, but if it was offered to you, you're not going to turn it down. So it's a no fault of Bryce Harper. He's getting what what they're paying him. And in my opinion, athletes are worth millions of dollars. Yeah. Because it's not just, oh, they play a game for a living. Yes, they do play a game for a living. But that is their job. And they don't just play for fun. They take that super serious. It's like a and it's been serious for them well before you knew who they were. Yeah. When they were 10 years old, they were taking it serious. Playing I don't know. Sports Noah Syndergaard didn't play baseball his entire life, did he? Yeah, he did. He was just didn't throw hard his whole entire life. Oh, okay. I remember him saying something about being he he wasn't as good. When, yeah, they may not have been as good, but yeah. they've always played it. Yeah. There's always going to be late bloomers in sports and and stuff like that. But somebody like Bryce Harper, who's been in the I don't spotlight know. Tim since Tim Tebow. <laughs> But but Bryce Harper's been in the spotlight since he was 15 years old. That's Nathan turns 15 
in in September. I know. So let's imagine Nathan being on the cover of Sports Illustrated in six months. Let's not. I don't like that. That's insane <laughs> to think about. That right? would be so uncomfortable. Exactly. <laughs> that's my point. Like he deserves whatever he gets. Yeah, and I'm like I'm not saying his the money isn't deserved. I'm just saying that I don't think people should be going wacko over a jersey that you can get. Like, and I don't think people should be going wacko about three hundred thirty million. Like, like, if that's what they want to pay him, by all means, that's what they want to pay him. If somebody came to you and said three hundred, here's three hundred thirty million, you are not gonna say no. Right. Period. Unless it's something like go kill somebody, then you probably say no. But if it's like here, here's your job, at at first data here here's three hundred thirty million. Well, thank you. Where do I sign? Yeah. I'm I'm here early every day. <laughs> I'll give you thirteen years. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> for, I'm I'm gonna yeah. give you everything I have for that amount of money. Yeah. And really, he he could have gotten more. He could have got that three hundred thirty million in ten year in a ten year period. That Mike Trout's gonna make more than that. I believe yes. When he becomes a free agent, Mike Trout will make more than three hundred thirty million dollars. Yes, Mike Trout is the best baseball player on the face of the planet. <laughs> and if he stays healthy the next two years, he will make more. He will get a bigger contract than three hundred thirty million dollars. And if he doesn't, it's going to be a shorter amount. It'll be like four or five years with more money per year. So he'll be get like four years, forty five million a year, so something crazy like that. Commit as much yeah. long term. But they're saying that he might go to Philly too, oh, and that's why Bryce God, Harper Bryce oh, Harper apparently took from. a lesser deal, like I know three hundred thirty dollars lesser deal, but amount per year he took less. That's why the extra three years as opposed to Machado's ten years, because so that they can have room to sign Trout. And like Bryce Harper got fined or is about to get fined or something because he he publicly said in two years he's going to recruit Mike Trout to come to Philadelphia. Why is that a fine? Like, it's considered tampering. Oh. Meh. Yeah. But I mean, I Mike, mean, Mike Trout's a huge Eagles fan. I don't know who he grew up watching in, in baseball, but it's widely known that he's a huge Eagles fan. He has season tickets and, and things like that. Because he's from New Jersey, like right near yeah. Philly. Oh, that's, where were we? We saw his name on something. Uh, we were at Diamond, uh, Diamond Nation. Yeah, he played on that team up there. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's my rant. I haven't gone on a good rant in a while. That's my rant about uh, contracts. So I guess that'll do it for this episode. Uh, I got a couple episodes lined up. I'm hopefully going to do this more often. I know I've said that before, um, but I know I've, I've been working on my best man speech podcast. Um, Coming up here, the NCAA tournament is in two weeks. I am going to break down the tournament, kind of give you guys all the information to help you fill out your bracket. I'm not going to tell you who to pick. I'm a homer, so you already know who I'm going to pick to win it. Unless Campbell makes the tournament, then I might pick Campbell. <laughs> but um, um, Samantha probably won't be on that one because it'll just be me talking. Look, I had a winning bracket, not like a nation winning bracket. You did? But I did win. Yes, but I just, it'll be, if that's your thing, it'll help you fill out your bracket. Um, we'll give wedding updates, and then I have a couple ideas about series, about, I don't want to give it away, because I know people have their own podcasts, and I don't want 
I want people steal my Ain't ideas. Nobody gonna steal. And I, look, if, uh, they're, if they're gonna steal it before, they're gonna steal it after. Yeah. True. Ain't nothing but a thing. But it might, it might not even happen. Like, I, I have a lot of ideas, and some are good and some are bad. So we'll see. And then, starting with this podcast, I'm gonna end every episode with a song with music, not our theme intro or whatever. Um, so it might be new artist, old artist, new song old song, something that pertains to the podcast. Like if it, if I do a Disney podcast, it'll be a Disney song. If we go to Hawaii or talk about Hawaii, then I might play a, Mo- I might play a Moana <laughs> song at the end or something crazy like that. Um, so that'll start with this episode. Um, anything else? Um, if all of that doesn't happen, we do apologize because life literally does happen. And Do you want to give our wedding website address? Uh, Negative okay. ghostwriter. That will be something which that'll end up on our public, our social media at some point. But um, no, life happens. We don't always get around to doing the things we say we're going to. We get around to them eventually. It just literally, and I shouldn't even say wedding planning takes up most of our time, but it it kind of does between work and having the house and the dogs and the wedding planning and trying to go to the gym and especially with baseball starting up we're gonna have less time yeah and maintaining a semi-social life which literally consists of bible studies and yoga (laughs) and baking cookies and helping friends move and (laughs) or it just things happen so just bear with us guys that's all yeah, that was so. a little bit of a <laughs> roundabout way of getting there. So, make sure you follow us on social media. Give us a, a give us a rate on iTunes. Um, subscribe to the podcast. All that jazz. Uh, anything else? Mm, nope. We're gonna try. I'm gonna try uh, vlogging when we get to do more wedding stuff, like actually putting everything together. Yeah. So that'll be on our YouTube channel. Which has a couple web, couple things right now. It doesn't have a lot, but that's it's called Shadanigans. So S H E D A N, Anigans. Go subscribe to that if that's your cup of tea. There will be no Momo videos on our page. So don't have to worry about that. How do we know that? Like, isn't it a hack thing? I don't, I'm, I'm monitor. I'm gonna get my views oh. up by watching my own videos. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah thanks for listening guys thanks for tuning in as always we appreciate your support um see you around see wait you. that's your line yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i haven't said it in a while though bye guys say, say the ninja turtle <laughs> thing too see you around peace sammy hit the music Alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road. Gotta hit the road. The sun ain't changed in the atmosphere. Architecture, I'm familiar. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you know. I'll be, I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone.
south of the equator navigator gotta hit the road gotta hit the road deep sea diving round the clock bikini bottoms like a toast i could get used to this Shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. We got two in the front, two in the back, sailing along. Like a someone I'll be riding shotgun 